Hello. And welcome to episode 17 of Hello Dysfunction with Crystal Barbie and Patafria. <laughs> 17 already. We're here. We're here and we're ready. Um, I ate my salad already, but we have a plethora of other snacks spread out on the table as usual. Someone on my live the other day said they liked it when we eat. And I said, that's good because we like to eat. And <laughs> right. they said, can they send us um, snacks from their hometown? And I said, absolutely. People have already done it. We encourage you to do it even more. And to those that have done it, dude, thank you so much. Send us Quite salty stuff is my fave. Crystal's more of a sweet person. Definitely. Chocolate. And um, yeah, that's great. We should go live sometimes because, I mean, not while we're recording because we can't, like, really watch the screen. You yeah. got to kind of watch it. But when we're hanging out sometimes, we should go live because um, I got a lot of feedback and input when I was on the other night. I was bored and I had makeup on. So I was like, let me just like, I'm cute. go live. Hey, and um, I told you we were really excited. Uh, shout out to Pet Food Express Corporate Office in Oakland. We love you guys. We, we do. heard that half the office like listens to our podcast, which is mind blowing. That's awesome. But um, they were like, Crystal should like this because she has so I'm, many pets, and I'm like, yes. As she soon will as be you told me, I was like, we're definitely shouting them yes. out because they deal with babies. Yes, your favorite. Fucking love babies. You live on a fucking animal farm. I do. So, um, yeah, shout out to you guys. Um, Thank you. Hope work is going smooth. Um, yeah, what's been going on? Today's Martin Luther King Day. The happy kids birthday. Are, happy birthday to him. Um, it sucks that the CIA killed him and then Dude. gave him a holiday. And then what's even more creepy, did you see that, like, they tweeted about him today? The CIA? Yes. The really? CIA, the CIA's uh, verified Twitter tweeted, like, about him. And it's just like... That's just adding insult to injury. Like, how dare y'all? Get the fuck out you know, of here. We don't want your fucking birthday wishes, bitches. He's dead because of y'all. Right. He's not enjoying his birthday. Right. And then another uh, post, I don't know if it was on Instagram or tweet, tweeted. Tweeted. On Twitter. <laughs> it's on Twitter. It was worded <clears throat> that he gave his life for what he believed in. And someone had reposted it and was like, no, he was actually murdered. He didn't give his yeah. life in the name of what he believed in. It was stolen from him, but okay. Right. It's like they're trying to whitewash history again they do and make it everything. sound like, yeah, like they call people um, pilgrims and shit settlers and oh, like damn. make it sound all I nice, the, the whitewashing of history. I saw another um, <clears throat> meme and it really puts things into perspective for some people who wouldn't know this. And so the whole Anne Frank writing of the diary during the Holocaust, hiding in the attic mm -hmm. during the Holocaust, mm -hmm. and Martin Luther King, the civil rights mm -hmm. beginning, was the same time. Oh, really? If, if both of them were alive, they would both be 90 years old. Are you serious? Yes. Why do I feel like it was 200 years ago? Yeah. And that's why people are like, it. You know, it really wasn't that long ago. But they make us think it was. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, that's that's done deliberately, yeah. for sure. Subliminal fucking wow. brain Mind conditioning. Yeah. That's Isn't that wild. crazy? Well, yeah, you know, and like the whole Holocaust, it took place during a time, you know, when I um got my Frida tattoo, I was mm -hmm. looking up hella photos of her, for example. Yeah. And that was when all of that was going on. You know what I mean? Like, that's how her dad ended up in Mexico, because he fled Germany. Really? Like, yeah, her dad is German. 
I didn't and, know that. Yes. And he fled Germany, and that's how he ended up in Mexico, met her mom. They started a family, all the shit. What a lot of people don't know is, you know that paisa music that's like, don't, 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 it sounds like circus music? Yes. The reason it sounds like that is because of the German population that migrated there and their polka music and the influence oh. it had. That's why so much paisa music has that horns and shit and sounds yeah. like polka music. That's why. That's where that came from. That's the, the uh, German influence. On on Nona's side, my grandma's side, her her father is French. I remember I was telling you that from he was born and raised in Paris. And on his side, he had an uncle that owned a shoe factory in um sorry, on my grandmother's side. Her mother is the German one, and her uncle had owned a um, shoe factory in Germany. And um, Hitler and the army wanted to take over the shoe factory. And my Nona's uncle was like, no, I'm not giving up my shop. And they just fucking shot him in the head and killed him. Yeah, that's what they did. Like, But uh, I was bringing up Frida because, like, a lot of the, when these photos were taken and shit, uh-huh. it was when all of that was going on. You know what I mean? Like, um, That's crazy. And then when you look at the each thing individually, like, for instance, MLK and the Civil Rights Movement and then Holocaust um, stuff and then, you know, Frida stuff, you would think that they were all at different time periods. Right. And they weren't. And it was current. It was all at the same yeah. time. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? That was World War... Two or two. one? It was two? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Was it, it? Yes. I guess it was. My grandpa was in it. I should probably know. Yeah. World War but, Two. Yeah. And then there, you know. That there, was the fourth. There was World, yeah, there was World War One. There was the Korean War. There was the Vietnam War. But I that get, was I get confused. I just know we had no business in any of them. We had no business. Fucking, did the, especially the Vietnam War. It's like disgusting when you find out what That's the, the one we was really be, had no business No fucking in. business None. whatsoever. It, we had... None, no place yeah. over there, and goddamn, even people that fought over there. I have an uncle that fought over there. Does he talk about it? He used to, not very much, but you know, he was there, so it, it was mentioned occasionally. <laughs> yeah, I'm friends with this. He's old. not the type to go get a bumper sticker and shit, though. He wasn't that, but yeah, there's this um, older black dude I'm friends with. His name's Ike. He's really cool. Um, he goes to the VA, you know, with my dad and. He fought in Vietnam, but he, he said, man, i seen so much fucked up shit. He said, I don't even like to talk about it. And I guess a lot of them yeah. won't talk about. My uncle was like a kid when he went over there. And um, we this just got brought up. Which uncle? Ago. Mike. Really? Yeah. The heavy one mm-hmm. that worked at Google and shit. Yeah. We were just talking about him around the holidays. And um it was mentioned that he was there or whatever. And I was just kind of like, yeah, like we had no fucking business being there. Like I kind of feel, and then my aunt had kind of brought to my attention. Well, like it wasn't the soldier's fault. Like, no, you no. You know, cause I was kind of like, fuck them. That's what, remember like, we had know? the draft enacted. So a lot of right. people that were pulled were over there to fight yeah. didn't fucking want to do it. Yeah. Some people got fake doctor's notes like Trump. Right. Or went to Canada. Yeah. A lot of them. But, um, this great country of ours, that's never been great. You can't make it great again. It's never been fucking great. Right. 500 years of fucking horrible shit. (sighs) Anyway, the kids are out of school today. (laughs) Yeah. Playing Fortnite. Oh, my God. They're so loud. They're really all into it right now. Yeah. And then the 12-year-old went on a boy-girl date to the movies. You confirm that? 
She said it's just a group and that the boy's not her boyfriend. And I said, well, I heard otherwise, girlfriend. That's what I said. I said, that's <laughs> not what I heard. And she was like, it's not. You know, I would tell you. And I was like, okay, I'm just checking. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I don't care, but I just need to know. Yeah. So. I remember those days. We would go to the movies or like Sizzler or something. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Just hang out. Yeah. Groups. I had a little worry, though. She's not, good. Not about her. Yeah, I was going to say, you ain't got to worry about her. The rest of her. the world, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. I hate it. I hate that feeling. That's why I only have two because the way I fucking worry about the two I have, dude, mm-hmm. I don't, I can't. Mm-mm. Uh, you yeah, know. it's hard. I'm conflicted because, like, I want more. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's like do. the world is such trash. It's like you almost feel guilty for bringing little yeah. people into it. Right. Speaking of trash, fucking, um, Friday when I got out of school, um, for any of you that follow me on Instagram, I'm sure you've seen pictures of my 12-year-old. Um, she's pretty, and I let her wear makeup to school, and um, she chooses to just wear really— it's very natural looking. Yeah, she wears really thin eyeliner and chapstick. She doesn't wear face makeup. She doesn't even wear highlight, nothing. But even if but she she's did, in junior high, so even right. if she did, that would be normal right now. Right. She Her makeup is very age-appropriate. Mm-hmm. And Friday she came home from school and was like, um, Mommy, my blah, blah, blah teacher pulled me to the side and told me that I might get dress-coded because my makeup is um, very distracting to the boys and I can't wear it. When she told me this just now in the car on the way over, I, like, almost choked because I was like— You're like, no, she didn't. I said, yes, she did. fuck? Like, what teacher? I'm, I almost want to write a letter on behalf of me from right. her aunt. You guys could write one if you want, but I'm going to write one of my own because I'm just like, bitch, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, why— who, don't police my kid um, and how she looks based on the reactions that she would— get from boys like you know what i mean who gives a fuck about that if they're distracted then you need to talk to them about their distractions right right? wouldn't that be the way to handle it right i don't raise my daughter to consider boys reactions ever that to anything never to their wardrobe to to their hair exactly makeup hair clothing none of that no boys reactions are considered in the planning process no it's always what you want what you like what are you comfortable with absolutely yeah yeah so up fucking, I said, no, she didn't. And she said, mommy, I swear those are her exact words. And I was like, oh, fucking Girl, I'm hell gonna write no. a letter. Like, don't make me come I'm up there. going there tomorrow when she goes back to school. With eyeliner on. Because here's the thing. Let's just say, maybe, let's just say for argument's sake, her makeup was really dramatic and shit. Mm-hmm. Don't tell her. The reason she shouldn't wear it like that is because it's distracting to the boys. Just yeah. say, hey, maybe it's just a little too much for school. Whatever. Don't Don't fucking... make boys the reason. That's right. not, yeah, that's improper wording. We're all we're already forced to wear bras and shit because it's distracting to the boys if we have a hard fucking No, sh- knit, no shorts you know? or tank tops. You can't right? wear shorts. As kids, as little kids, they can't wear shorts or tank tops that don't, like, sit right on the knee, mm-hmm. right above Bunny the knee. Bunny got sent home from school a few times because her shorts didn't go to her knee. And, you know, God forbid, here in the Bay Area where sometimes during September— It'll and, be 93 degrees. Yeah, they can't wear a fucking tank top because it's distracting. 
Yeah, and I think I that's have a real fucking disgusting. issue with that. Yeah, you need to raise your sons to not be out of control. I have a son. I right. he just turned eighteen on Saturday, and right. we never had those issues. Right, ever. <clears throat> I don't fucking understand that that yeah. logic. Yeah, it definitely shouldn't be a fucking. That shouldn't be the reason you ask a little girl to tone her makeup down. Yeah, you should just say like. I mean, is, is it even in like the list of uh, like dress code? Does it say they're allowed about to wear makeup? makeup. Then, then all then the girls the, wear makeup. Then what is the fucking issue? Because I know when we were that age, I know myself, Bitch. I wore fucking orange eyeshadow up to my eyebrows, I, winged eyeliner. Ozzy Osbourne I, um, eyeliner. Yeah. Like a full circle around my fucking Black, eye. Thick, you were Ozzy Osbourne. Corny love sister. I darkened freckles on my face I with fucking eyeliner. <laughs> I wore dark 508 wet and wild That was the lipstick. color, bitch. 508. Yes. Like, literally, I was wearing all that in like seventh yes. grade. Sixth yes. and seventh grade. And hers... Looks so natural and so appropriate. So. And so perfectly applied. Like, how dare you disrespect this beat? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really irritated. And that's something yeah, that trash. I'm going to address. Pure trash. I, I, that's not what I want my daughter taught. Yeah. Ever. No. Never. Um, how was your weekend? Uh, I'm trying to think. It was like a family weekend. Uh, so I had my son because he got kicked out of where he was staying <laughs> at, like, my little sister's house i guess she would be um he got kicked out last week but then his birthday was this weekend so he was at my house but then we were planning like a dinner and shit for him and then the situation got resolved so he ended up back over there Mm -hmm. after the dinner and like it was a lot of like moving around but um yeah he turned 18 i had a real problem with that um i woke up and i was kind of i know i feel so old yeah i was in tears cuz i could remember having him like it was yesterday yeah like, i remember my you memory is up like yesterday yeah my memory is really bad but for some reason i remember all of that i had a really happy pregnancy um i was super tiny so like i did like throw a out fucking bitch i threw out my hip like the last couple months that I was pregnant with him. Yeah. And um, I was on crutches and I remember Uh I was still working. I was working at Z gallery at the time in Berkeley and I was on crutches like the last couple months with him. And then I was in labor for like 13 hours. It was not like a a smooth, comfortable labor, but like your first delivery rarely is. Mine was horrible. Um, They ended up having to give me Pitocin to like speed it up because I wasn't dilating fast enough and shit. But um, I just remember all of it like it was yesterday. And I, I when I woke up Saturday morning, I was like crying a little bit. And yeah. I was looking up little kid pictures of him and shit. And he was just the sweetest little guy with a little rough, scruffy he's voice. He's so fucking cute, too. And he used to love to cuddle me. And he was just the sweetest little boy and hella funny. And I just have so many funny stories about shit he's done um, growing up and shit. And he's just always been my favorite little guy. And now, now he's, he's like old. grown. Yeah. And it's like... Teenagers fucking suck. And I tell parents that all the time. Like, just enjoy them now because when they get to be teenagers, it fucking sucks because it's like you feel them start to pull away from you. And you're like, no, like, not yet. You know? Feeling that hurts, you know? And it's like, oh, my God. Little things like um, wanting to watch a movie with him or, you know what I mean? Just Like, even over the weekend yesterday, so him, his auntie Shayla, and his grandpa all have the same birthday. All on the nineteenth. So um, his grandpa ended up having like a few dinners and shit over the weekend. <laughs> one of which was last night. So I went by there for a little while, and um, he wait. Why did I bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> my fucking brain. Oh oh. So I hit him, and I was Fuck, like, <laughs> "I love you." God damn it. Mental illness. 
I hit him and I was like, why aren't you here? And um, I was like, are you hungover? Because there was like rumors they were going to be drinking or whatever. But he actually wasn't after all. Um, but he was like, uh, yeah, I, I didn't get a ride, but we're going to go bowling after um, at like Delta Bowl or whatever. And I was like, oh, OK. And I guess I must have sounded like I wanted to go or something because that <laughs> immediately followed up by a message that was like, OK, but you can't come because it's like a date thing. It's like a double date thing. It's like a group Fuck date. You. thing, And you'll like I'm mess going. it up. So he sent me like hella smileys to try to soften the burn. Like <laughs> projection. he was like, bitch, calm down. Yeah. So I was like, wow. I just said, wow. Like <laughs> <laughs> left it alone. Burn. But, yeah, so I couldn't go, but uh, apparently they did that last night. <clears throat> yeah, he's just grown shit like that. Like I can't be cramping his style, and it hurts you my can't feelings. Be up to hang out, and bitch. even Mona, like she's hella grown. She's about to be twenty next month. Like when people are like, Damn. hella people wrote on his post and was like, "You don't even look like you could have an eighteen year old. Like that's crazy." Blah blah blah. Check this out. I got a twenty year old. Like right. it's not. It don't start with him. I have a twenty year old. Right. Like she turns twenty next month, and it's just. You know, I'm so proud of her she's because she works and yeah, she's just, she's the sweetest, but she, um, you know, I can't make her come over either. Right. Like, it's like, I got to just hope she wants to hang out sometimes. You know, it's funny when you're pregnant and you, you know, you're about to have a child, you're, the only thing you really think about is having the baby, like the baby part of being and a it's mother. it's such a short Thing. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes you, when you're pregnant, you think about, oh, what your kid's going to be like um, as a toddler. Or every once in a while, you'll think about, oh, what are they going to be like when they're like 10 or something. Yeah. But you never really think about what it's going to be like when you have an older child. When, mm-hmm. you know, you're an not adult. pregnant dreaming of a middle schooler. Right. Or, you know, a teenager. And I'm telling you, I, I really love the like one and a half to like. 10 year old age like it's they're really yeah. fun and they're really loving still they're really loving but they're still like smart asses yeah. and bunny's really cuddly clingy to me still she, right yeah now. she's a lover yeah for sure and stevie's uh, stevie's like that naya not so much but naya's definitely a mama's girl for sure yeah um but yeah i just was thinking about that the other day how when you're pregnant no you don't ever really think about mm-hmm. how fucking hard the other parts of parenting are like you yeah people always little bring kid up part is just such a small window yeah. you don't you only have the little kid part for just a few years you know and then yeah. it's like it speeds up on you yeah people you know always bring up oh make sure you get sleep because the baby's going to keep you up and shit and it's like bitch tell me make sure i get sleep when i have a middle schooler who's yeah. dealing with so much bullshit or you know right a teenager who's about to graduate, you know, those things, those exactly. are hard. Those are much harder. Much harder. Although I had really hard, and I was a hard fucking baby at first, but the, the emotional aspect of having older children is so different. It is. You it's know? really fucking different. You have to plan for that in your head more so yeah. than changing diapers and being awake at night. Right. Like, that's such a small, not it's even so a small. year that that goes on, you know, like yeah. a year, one year out yeah. of a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But um he made it to 18. I'm happy. Um <laughs> I'm just like he's not doing the best in school. He's he's like me in a lot of ways. Yep. So it's just I hope that he also um inherits my drive and my yeah. hustle. Yeah. So then I won't have to worry cuz as of right now, I don't know if he has it. You know, we've kept them kind of sheltered from a lot of shit. Yeah. So they haven't really had to exercise that. Yeah. 
And now is when it's going to like need to come out soon. Yeah. So I just hope he has my hustle. Yeah. You never laid stagnant ever. Ever. So um, hopefully once he gets a taste of making his own money, it'll kick in. Right. But um, I'm still taking my meds. Good girl. Week two. Okay. So um, I've moved up a little bit. I missed (laughs) one day. But normally if I would miss a day, I would just like kind of give up and forget. I haven't done that. I picked up right where I left off and and have continued every day. So I'm sticking with that and I meet with my psychiatrist tomorrow. Dr. Freya. Yeah. So I'm going to go meet with her tomorrow and then I'll talk to her about um, not taking a mood stabilizer and like, you know, let's just play it by ear right now and get me up to my regular dose of Prozac. I, I, it could just be like the placebo effect, but I'm kind of feeling right. like maybe I'm less obsessive about shit right now since I've been back on the Prozac. That's what I take the Prozac for. It's for my OCD. Yeah. And it used to really <laughs> help. Um, I still deal with it every day. A lot of people it's take not, Prozac for anxiety too. Yeah. It's not, it's not something that goes away, but, um, it's made it more manageable and like uh, less extreme, I think, because yeah. that was one thing that was starting to get to me the most about being off meds is my OCD symptoms were out of fucking control and to where it was like keeping me from sleeping and just like, I mean, I still struggle with it. I had a really hard time sleeping last night because my brain would just not fucking turn off. But um, it's becoming better, I think, since I've been on the medicine. Good. So, yeah, that's it- how long does it do they say it takes before you really start feeling the effects? Like two to three weeks. And I'm at So you're two getting weeks. there. Yeah. So right. so it could be just in my head or I could actually start be you know I mean, feeling or you know yeah. good. Yeah. So that's been going on. Um yeah. did you fuck with ears on yet? No with the bitch. elf ears? No. <laughs> Don't be wasting Mark's money. <laughs> He ordered those with hard-earned money on Amazon, bitch. You better have sex with You know what's all funny? I'm going to remind him today. This weekend when we were driving to Santa Rosa, um, I brought up, uh, we started talking about the ears, and he sa- I, and I, I said something about them, and he goes, oh, no, bitch, that's a pack of cigarettes. You're definitely wearing those fucking ears. <laughs> yeah. I was like, shut that up. That wasn't a joke. Right. He's like, bitch, get in there and do those fucking buns. Mm-hmm. Now. Oh, yeah. My hair is down today. You ain't have no buns since that weekend, bitch. No, I'm scared to do buns. I'm gonna get raped <laughs> You're in the get kitchen. In the bushes <laughs> on the side of the house. He's gonna call in sick to work. <laughs> Fuck. That's good though, because now you know how to get on his soft side. Just do your hair and then buns. Right, whatever I want. I put the buns and the, and ears, the ears on. on and just walk past him. And I'm like, hey. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I really like these shoes. Make elf noises. <laughs> Just walk by and do that. Don't say nothing else. <laughs> Bitch, you'll die. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, So, no, haven't. Well, get on that. You're right. Um, I finished reading The Subtle Art to Not Giving a Fuck or whatever it's called by mm-hmm. Mark Ronson, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, So I gave it to her to borrow because I want her to read it. Um, A few things I didn't dis- I didn't agree with. What part? But so you'll you'll see you'll catch on when you it's kind of in the beginning of the book. But there's a few things that are like it's kind of explaining to you like, you know, a lot of this shit might be exaggerated in your head because of like preconceived notions or like, you know, the way you've grown up and entitlement and shit like that. And he's like, and for an example, he says, 
maybe that Halloween costume isn't offensive as you think. And I'm like, the only time a Halloween costume is offensive is when it's racist. Right. So me knowing that you're a white man that comes from money. Privileged. That that rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. A little, a few little examples like that. And I was like, okay, you're a bitch, but I kept on with the book anyway. Mm -hmm. It was a good read and it was a really easy read. And I like that it was very vulgar. Mm -hmm. Um, That makes for a good read to me. I, I really appreciate authors that write books. With real life language. Yeah. I do still recommend it to people, but like a couple people asked me, did you like it? And I was like, I did there were a couple things I disagreed with, but for the most part, yeah. Like I'm glad I read the whole thing. It was good. It had a, a lot of good points just about um kind of how I already think anyway. That's but what just you're like to be like yeah, be open to learning. Yeah. Be humble in the sense that you don't fucking know everything. Yep. We we never really go through life like we're total experts. Like Fuck we no. admit that we're fucking retarded most of the time. You know, <laughs> we're smart. Handicapped. But yeah. Sorry. You know, we are very smart people, but we also are very fucking ridiculous too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I can't hang with you on um molecular biology and shit. I have no idea what that, no fucking clue. But in, in some ways we are smart, but we're always like every day we're open to learning. I and love like, learning. Yeah, me too. I think we have that in common. And um, the book just talks about that and just little ways like how to change your thinking, um, things to not give a fuck about and things you actually should give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Just where to properly place your fucks Right. Is what it talks about. It's a good book. It is a good read. So I'm going to start um, it tonight. Yeah, I think you'll like it. But uh, I finished that and I decided I rarely finish books lately. Like I have five books in my room right now stacked in a chair mm. and I've started all of them. But I get bored easily and my attention goes all over the place. So it's hard for me to focus. And then I'll like start a new book or whatever. It's it's hard for me to finish. So this one I actually finished and I felt like a sense of accomplishment. So when I read books, if I'm not drawn in by the second chapter, I won't read it because I need yeah. I need to feel like yeah. I'm sucked in by the end of the first chapter. Is that book like that? No, it's not. I'm going to have to push me. through it. It's Yeah. No, no, no. It's good. That book is consistently good the whole way. Like it didn't get boring at any point. Um, but I'm just – for me, it's just like I get distracted. That's my mm. problem. Even if it's a really good book, I get distracted. Oh, okay. But um, – what it, finishing that book, excuse me, made me feel like, okay, I want to read more. I want to at least read Fucking one book reading. a month. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just fell off and I don't do yeah, it anymore. Yeah. We used to read a lot. And I used to read, I mean, now I read hella shit online. Like, I'll research shit every fucking day that I'm being nosy about. Like, uh, lifestyles and, like, news and whatever. Like, I'll search shit on the internet all fucking day. The amount of reading I do hasn't changed. It's just um, in the form of, like, I'm not reading actual books. And I want to get more. And I miss reading books. Yeah. I used to read two a week. And I have so many good ones. So I'm like, I need to start. So um, I'm telling myself I want to try to read at least one book a month and I was hoping my note says will it help my brain like Sudoku because (laughs) I was told you know when I complain about me having the onset of dementia and fucking Alzheimer's and shit people are like you need to do Sudoku my mom's hella good at it it trains your mind and all that I don't even know what that is so I know it's a number puzzle yeah but it's like am I smart enough for that am I gonna understand that do beginner Sudoku 
Okay. Like a with kid's that. one. Yeah. Yeah, just start with that. But I heard that's really good for your brain. It's, mm-hmm. it's good brain exercises and like hella old people that are on their shit. There's an um, app that's good for brain exercises. Yeah, I need to do that. Do it. It has like little puzzles. Something got to help me. I, and I said, I don't know if it's from medication or if it's because I know that fucks your brain up too. Or if it's from diet soda, aspartame does it. Possibly the e-pills or and overdosing the of mushrooms. And everything else I've ever tried. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is probably like Swiss cheese. So I Is it true that ecstasy to, puts holes in your brain? Yeah. I've so I, that. yeah, I've seen brain scans. So it maybe is with your memory part. Yeah, probably. Ate it so away. definitely do Calcified the my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably multicolor. It looks like fruity pebbles all Shut in my up. brain from the pills. With glitter. Yeah. So I need to do some brain exercises. Uh, but yeah. And then Speaking of drugs, you guys. Yeah. What about them? So I have um, an uncle, Billy, my dad's brother, and... Um, always been my favorite uncle on that he's side. He's very chill. He used to always talk like a stoner, like really soft. Totally. And like, yeah. He's hella funny. Like, I loved him. He's hella Jim. funny like he my dad. He used to have like a bowl haircut kind of. It was with feathered, parted girl. parted in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Parted and feathered. Yeah, you're right. I uh, love him. Yeah, and he- You got a cigarette, Chris? Chris, stay out of my fucking closet stealing my goddamn quarters, Chris. <laughs> that was me. Um, but he's my dad's younger brother, and- Growing up, he was always on and off meth in and out of prison with my dad. And uh, my grandfather died in 2002. And my uncle, that was a real wake-up call. And him and his girlfriend got clean. And so they moved to Santa Rosa. And they ha- him and her, they have an apartment together. And they would come back um, for all holidays and shit while my grandma was alive and stuff. And... Uh, Stayed clean. He stayed driving. He drove a cab um, like normal fucking people. And then my grandmother died in 2014, and he came down the day that she died, and we all hung out, you know, while she laid and died in my living room. And then I haven't seen him since that. He looked good then. Yes, very good. And then um, that first year, I would talk to him twice a month, you know, and we'd text back and forth, and— you know, there was always some level of contact. Well, this last year, it's kind of fell off, and it's not on my part. It's him. Mm-hmm. And um, when the fires recently happened in Sonoma, mm-hmm. they had to be evacuated, and I talked to him then and shit. Well, recently, his girlfriend's sisters, who all live in Canada, have been messaging me like, have you talked to Jimmy and Ruth? We can't get a hold of them. It's really important because our mom's dying, and I was, and I didn't respond, but I— told Mark, I was like, hey, Sunday or Saturday, let's drive to Santa Rosa. Let's go, you know, see what's going on or whatever. So we drive and we get there and they live on the second floor. And when we're walking up to the apartment, I notice every window that's theirs is covered, right? That's like red flag number one. Is it like covered with tinfoil? The door windows is covered with an American flag hung upside down. Not tinfoil, but there's like... (laughs) The curtains are drawn and shit, right? So I knock on the door, and my Aunt Ruth is like, who is it? And I said, it's Crystal. And she goes, Crystal who? And I said, "Um, your guy's niece. And she goes, why are you here? What do you want? Bitch. And she's never been like that to me. She's always been um, just super loving. Like, everyone so in my right away family. Something is bad. Um, Right. Pretty much. Uh, they don't worship me, but. 
they all really love me because of the amount of energy and effort I put into taking care of every fucking person in the family and right. keeping the family together. So, you know, she's always been loving and, and she's always at first she was taken kind of aback by our family because we're very aggressive and abrupt and loud and shit talkers. And, you know, she had told me her family's not like that and they really love each other and they're just very calm and blah, blah, blah. So I get kind of irritated. I'm like, well, I'm here because fucking to check, to say hi and to give you guys a fucking, to give you a fucking message, right? I kind of get irritated. She opens the door. She goes, ah, come on, come in. She won't make eye contact. She's kind of like hunched over. And she looks like she's aged 15 fucking years and four years. I mean, she's probably my uncle's age, uh, maybe a few years older. So like 55, 57. Yeah. And she looked fucking almost 80, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, God, holy fuck. And so she opens the door and there's like an eight inch wide fucking pathway from the doorway straight down to the bedroom. And that's it. To the left is the living room and to the right is the kitchen. We get in, I look around, the fucking house is like an episode of Hoarders, and I mean like deep Hoarders, like furniture, boxes, clothes, fucking papers, fucking, holy fucking Christ on a cracker, packed to the ceiling, like maybe a foot from the ceiling. I mean, there's not one fucking place you can move. And I turn around and look at Mark, and Mark has this look up, and (laughs) mind you, my husband comes from Amazing Family. They don't have a tweaker. They don't have mental illness. They're There's all no tweakers? No. They're exactly. all loving. They all get along. Like, they're all really good people. But being around my family for all these years, you know, he's kind of used to it. And yeah. so I turn around and look at him, and he has, like, this look of horror, horror, <laughs> fear, disgust, shock all at once. And I mouth he's to like, him. like, where are we? What the fuck? And <laughs> I turn around, and... She's like, you know, th- this is just your uncle's stuff. It- this is furniture. Someone's coming to pick up tomorrow. And I'm thinking, bitch, yeah, nobody right. wants this dumpster. <laughs> no one's picking this up, Nobody, man. you fucking liar. This is the shit you've drug out of the dumpster late night with the flashlight in your mouth, bitch. With I a know. flashlight strapped to your forehead. Bitch. <laughs> I knew immediately they were back on fucking crank. As I- soon as you said Santa Rosa, I was like, okay, that can't be good. They lived there for 15 years, no problem. If you've ever struggled with crystal meth, don't move to Santa Rosa. That's Dude. like everyone there. It's like tweaker central. Like everybody I know from Santa Rosa is either on it or selling it. And fucking. So she's in the kitchen and she's like, your uncle's in the back room naked. Jam. And I'm like, no, no, no. If he's fucking naked, what are you fucking calling him for? You see bitch? enough family naked. Goddamn. I'm tired of family dicks. Like, God, stop it. <laughs> And I said, no, it's fine. Don't fucking call him because the vibe was just so negative. And she goes, you know, and she said something. And I said, well, I have three of your fucking sisters messaging me about your mom. And she goes, I already know my mom died last night. And I was like, okay. Okay, you evil And she monster. goes, I, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you wouldn't communicate with my sisters. And I said, you know what? I don't fucking communicate with your sisters. But when everyone's hitting me up wondering why you're not fucking answering the phone, that's why. I said, it's cool. You know your mom died. That's Have a what good I'm day. Here for. Never mind. And we fucking just walked out and left. And I got to the car and, you know, I started crying a little. And I was like, why is every fucking person in my family such a disappointment? Like adults. Why? Every one of them. Yeah. With the exception of my mom and one of her sisters, I'm doing better than everybody. And that's really like 
sad, you know? Like it's sad, I have but not, it's not one adult. Yeah. It's not unheard of though. Like I my family is pretty fucked up. Like there's a few good ones, but we we have a good share of fucked up ones too. Like, you know, don't feel bad about Dude, that. Carolyn, the one I take care of, the one that was born mentally slow. Like that's on my dad's side, that's like probably the best fucking one. I mean, yeah. She, and she's amazing, but I was just like, are you fucking kidding that me? That whole scenario. Did you ever see that car riding in that car? That movie Riding in Cars with Boys with Drew Barrymore? I did, but it's been so long. So there's this part where her son is grown up and he goes to look af- look for his dad or whatever mm-hmm. and um he, it, to get him to sign like a release so that she could release her book just about their fucked up life. Uh-huh. And he goes and finds his dad and like his dad's in a trailer and like it's hella nasty and his dad's like a disgusting looking tweak and he has like, it's like hits him in the face and he's just like, fuck, I didn't expect him to look fucked up like this. And that part of the movie hella made me cry because I felt like that about my own dad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, just when you don't see someone for a while and then you see them and it's like, fuck like this is how you live you know and it's just it's heartbreaking you know like jim like we've always we've always had a good relationship and for him to not even come out of the bedroom and speak and then um he still hasn't called or texted me so i know that they know that i know what they're on what that they've relapsed probably some shame or something yeah like fuck now she knows yeah but you know i still we still went and bought them We still went and bought them a $60 Safeway grocery gift card. And um, I had Mark run it back up. And it just just was really fucking sad. Because I was like, God, you've been doing so good for fucking so many years. You know? It really is a lifelong struggle when you're addicted. Hell yeah. It's a disease. Yeah. Like earlier when you told me you have a disease for fucking, was it ice cream? Or what were we talking about? Eyelashes, you stupid bitch. Eyelashes and ice cream. (laughs) I said, you know what? You have a problem. I hit her earlier because we always like go over our notes and shit the day, like before we record. And I was like, okay, are you coming over or what? Because I didn't hear from her. And she was like, I'll be done with my eyelashes in like 45 minutes. And I just like rolled my eyes and I texted her back like, these eyelashes are becoming a fucking problem. Like every <laughs> week she's either getting them refilled or like it's some kind of maintenance. It's like every 12 days. It's fucking eyelash maintenance. And, and normally you're it. only supposed to go like every two to three weeks. But because of my OCD, OCD once I feel like they're not looking even... I have to go, and it's funny. And you're constantly brushing them and shit. It's just like, God damn, bitch. Like, I told her, these are becoming a problem, and the bitch tells me, I was born with the addiction gene. It's a disease, Maria. You need to stop judging. I I said, you don't make fun of people with diseases, Maria. Right, and I'm like, bitch. (laughs) Then she proceeds to come over and tell me how she's she's been eating pints of ice cream. You guys, let me tell you. I don't even want to tell you guys the name because I don't want any competition (laughs) with eating it. But I will just because I'm a nice person. I don't want the availability person. to decrease. Right. So Baskin and Robbins has, you know, they have seasonal flavors. And the one right now, it's out for Valentine's Day. It's called Love Potion. And it's a, an amazing magical mixture of raspberry and chocolate. And I didn't even know this bitch heaven. likes ice cream like this. Oh, my God. Who are you? Like, I never even knew I'll this. I'll fucking slam it, So bitch. she's been not eating food so that she could reserve my her calories. calories for ice cream. I know. It's really healthy. I get it. It's for the new year. I'm fucking on a diabetes <laughs> New hunt. year, new me. Right. So I was telling her, since I found out it came out a little early, we went through nine quarts. 
not even February yet. Because she's telling no. me the story. I'm like, what is, what's so special? Is this like limited edition? She's like, yeah, it's just for February. I said, okay, so you got an early release. Yes. Because we're not even there yet. And I fucking called around and I found which ones have it. And we buy three quarts at a time. Me, the kids, even Mark likes it. And um, we get mad at whoever eats the very last bit of it, even though we all share. We, we all, we're all mad. I We're disgusting. Disgusting, disgusting fucking family who huh? loves ice cream like we that. do me this and, bitch proceeds and to tell me that she even bought last year the big cardboard tub. tub that they have in the case <laughs> that they serve out of i said bitch are they even supposed to sell that yes. to people like 65 dollars it was 65 dollars yes. you're and out of your mind it's that good let me tell you guys something about her if you don't already know when she gets a t- hankering for something yeah, and she gets a taste for something, it's part of her OCD. She will eat it until it literally makes her sick. Every she's day, done it with, multiple times um, a day. She's done it with a Starbucks vegan salad that they used to sell. Oh, God, that was bad. To where she wanted to even make it herself at I home. Bought she bought it did. until until they stopped selling it. And it's like a $10 or $12 salad. And she was, was buying bad. them was every fucking day. Those, the avocado rolls from the Thai restaurant that, was, yeah. that I happened to get one day and bring to her house with peanut sauce. This bitch got them and dogged them every fucking every day, day until she made herself sick. Yeah. Every time she gets a taste for something, it's like I've done it's it like with playing. chai tea frappuccinos from Starbucks. <laughs> I've done it with white chocolate Kit Kats. I mean, I. You guys, it's anytime it's you like it, you it's like playing your favorite song a million times in it, a that's row. That's exactly what yes. it's like. I'll eat it multiple times a day. Every single day until I get tired it of it and find something death. else. Yeah. Uh, my foods also can't touch. So when is this ice cream going to play itself out? Because that is a lot of fucking ice cream. Probably at the end of February. Bitch. I, I feel like I just have to eat so much of it because I don't get it the rest of the year. Who fucking loves ice cream like I that? I do. That's so weird to me. I love it so much. My oh, God. my God. And I'm hella lactose intolerant. So I literally <laughs> oh, alternate bites of Love Potion with Gas-X chewables. I mean, you sprinkle Gas-X on top of it. <laughs> sprinkles on top of your ice cream. I think the whole family is lactose intolerant. Me and Stevie are. Naya, too. Oh, for her Naya asthma, is not supposed to have dairy. Yeah, for her asthma. Oh, None you're just a listen. household full of fucking assholes. Losers. <laughs> Losers. I, believe you. I have to ask her, for punishment. where would you even keep that big cardboard tub that they we serve customers the out of? And she says, oh, the freezer in the garage. <laughs> like, I've already figured that part out. Like, you <sighs> bought the one that they serve people out of. That's, yes. like, hella big. Like, it's like a drum of ice cream. Oh, God, it was amazing. I can't believe you. So, I have a quart and a half in my freezer and I almost scooped some out on the way here, but I was like, no, I'll save it for If you would have pulled up with ice cream, bitch, I'd have <laughs> threw that shit on the floor and been like, oops, damn. Fucking lying bitch. <laughs> I started, to, we were getting our snacks on the way here, and I was like, do you want Dippin' Dots? And then I stopped, and I was like, no. You've, you've had, had enough, enough ice cream, cream. <laughs> for a fucking lifetime. Don't, no. even, don't even think about it. Because I really love the banana split Dippin' Dots, but they're not shit compared to this love potion kick I'm on right now. It makes me feel sick you guys, thinking if, about if eating all that ice Baskin cream. If you're at Baskin and Robbins, if you're by one, you have to just go try it. I, I should get my own discount code. You should get something. If anyone works at a Baskin Robbins, oh my actually, God. no, I'm not encouraging. Don't that listen shit. to her. If you do, message no. me. You're lactose Fuck intolerant. Yes. I have gas X in my purse <laughs> right now. Dude. Oh, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Um, anyways, so the government is still shut down, and I'm starting to feel panic. I'm starting to be scared. Have you seen the meme that's circulating? And it's like, 
it's like basically just like a paragraph and it's like before you guys make jokes about this shit you need to consider the fact that people are not going to be able to buy food and pay their rent and landlords and banks and people don't care they still want their mortgages they still want their rent like what's it going to take like people are going to start doing home invasions and like robbing burglaries bitch I said martial law is not like it's not a joke that doesn't sound at all far fetched because there's people that I follow on the east coast that already got their food stamp excuse me I bit my cheek food stamps cut off and that's like you figure $300 of their budget per month my friend I was talking to today got her food stamps for February today in January everyone did here we got them on the 15th and so they tell you make sure you budget properly because you're not going to get any for February and we don't know about March yet that's what they say they're telling everybody how horrible is that so my thing is, like, are people still going to get their cash aid for the month? Because if not, Damn. you know, or like, uh, is disability and shit affected too? I don't honestly. That's I, so I don't much know. government issued payments, like Social Security, you know, disability. Fuck, Carolyn, I didn't even all think of about that. it. Yeah, all of that. What's going to happen? Like, because these people still got to pay rent. Everyone has to pay rent. Like, and that's that's all the income some people get. Carolyn? You know, the. Well, yeah, everything. All all government employees are being expected to work without pay right now. That's why. How fucking. How long is this going to go on? Like, I don't know enough about it. Like, it could go on forever until he's out of office. Or how long can it really go on before someone steps in? It's worrying me. Because I don't know. I'm not familiar. I, I honestly, I, I, I don't heard know. them saying this is the longest the government has been shut down. But then I heard that it happened one time, like, in the 80s or something. And it was for, like. 87 days or something. I don't know. I know that it was shut down um, when they were trying to pass Obamacare, but it wasn't for very long. And then it was shut down some years ago, maybe six years ago, because Mark and I, we got our federal returns hella late, and we actually had to drive to Sacramento to pick them up and sign for them. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, yeah, it's just hella worrying me. And then it's like, you guys are so worried about border control and a wall and all that and shit. And what are you doing to your people? But meanwhile, TSA ain't working no more. So how secure are we? And right now, TSA ain't working. Here's the other thing that's mind-blowing. You're so worried about border control and this stupid motherfucking wall you want to build. You're willing to sacrifice the lives of your fucking citizens. Right. What sense does that fucking make? It just shows how much he really don't give a fuck about them. You know why? Because all doesn't... these working class and poor people are the ones that he tricked into voting for him. Right. The, we're the. the I'm thinking about all the white trash. The most uh, food benefits and everything go to, go white. to white trash. Yes. Like yes. two fucking low poor white people poor in white the Midwest folk. and shit. South. That's that's where. Um, he got all of his votes from. And yeah. he's fucking all of those people over. Like, but, what the fuck? You know, those are the bottom feeders of society. So honestly, do you think he really cares that these people are going without pay, right. are going without benefits? Fuck no. He's just showing how he really feels because he really he's a don't fucking give tyrant. a fuck. Yeah, the shit is scary. He, it, This is more like a dictatorship right now than it is... A um, democracy. Yeah. Right. It is. That's what it feels like. That's and what then it is. you expect people to not receive benefits and then they can't feed their family and then they don't have other family to rely on to ask for a loan or for help or for groceries 
what do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to sit there and watch their kids starve? No, they're going to go out and steal more than ever. Duh. And if you get caught stealing, people should let them go. You know what I'm saying? Oh, bitch, if you I'm get, not telling on nobody ever. Yeah, if you get caught stealing, oh, well, do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're not hurting somebody, I would prefer that everybody run up in stores and steal shit and not people's houses. But not, like, not small businesses. Please go to larger corporations. Yeah, go to corporations that have theft insurance. Go to Target. Go to Walmart. Go to all the ones that are owned by Someone the fucking Someone was telling assholes. me that um, at Walmart they'll take it out of the employee's paycheck. And I don't know how true that is because when I worked for a retailer, we had a shrink budget, a theft budget, right? Uh And it was a certain amount, a budget we were allotted for theft, right? Mm -hmm. And whatever was left over at the end of the physical year was split amongst employees as a bonus. But it was never taking out of our paycheck. I don't think, that doesn't sound like it would be legal, but you never know because... It it, it affects... um, labor costs and people's hours get cut and blah, blah, blah. But it's like Walmart has so much fucking money. That should... Yeah, that's a billion-dollar corporation. I, I I'm don't sure it's not putting dents in their pockets. Exactly. The case of water and fucking bunch of bananas you're walking out with. Yeah, no. They have insurance for shit like that. So right. I'm all for people going and stealing groceries out of there if this shit don't get resolved. I'm not letting my... I mean, if I was on assistance, I wouldn't let my kids starve, bitch. Fuck no. Never not doing that i don't know the shit is scary though and just the whole political climate is scary and like everything that's going on today is martin luther king's birthday and it just so happened to be the same day that kamala harris um announced she's running for president in 2020 it's no coincidence she's playing on the black card and to black people and fucking fooling them. And so many people I know were like congratulating her and posting these celebratory posts about it and shit. And I had to message a few and my sister actually took her post down and I was like, don't fall for her bullshit. Like she's basically a Republican in a Democratic costume. Like she's, if you look at just um, her career and her work. She's a if she was not, yeah, if she, she was not, she's for the police, like, and she's for the bad ones, not the good ones. She's against body cams. Yeah. She's against fucking, she's all for um, keeping the prisons as full as possible and getting that labor. And she just, like, she's not for the people. Yeah, no, she started her career as a prosecutor. So she's very um, law-minded. Right. Very, um, very, very cop-minded. Um, when... My growing up, my brother had a best friend in high school named Jermaine, and we all knew all he ever wanted to do was become a cop, right? We knew he wanted to be a police officer, and um, we graduated, and he went into the service, and then he became a police officer down for a town past San Diego. And um, he was on duty, and he was chasing a suspect, and he um, his car skid, and he hit a tree, and it exploded, and he died. And we drove down and went to his service. It was huge. Police from all over. But she actually spoke at his funeral, and I guess— They call her, like, super cop. Yeah. Like, she's known yes. for being, like, a super cop. She's yeah. against body cams. Um, she fought against the legislation that would require her to investigate the executions of black folks by police. Yep. She fought against that. Like, what yeah. sense does that fucking make, no yeah. matter what race or gender you are? Well, like, how she- do you not want to, you know, look into that? When she was running for whatever um, district attorney, I think it was, maybe, and um, she 
what her one of her big things is she was um, anti death penalty, anti death penalty. But yet, when she got elected, mm-hmm. she it no longer change. cared. Yeah, it, it never changed. Change. She tricks people, which all politicians do. Do she's basically but, a fucking politician, right? But my thing is like, um, it's kind of like the same shit with Obama. Like people see um, a black person, especially say, a black woman, sad. right? And they they automatically think that's a win, right? And like, trust me, I was raised by a black woman. I'm raising two black women. There's nothing more. There's nothing I want more than a win for black women. We've already said that right. Our but favorite. this is not one of them. She is not one of them. There, she's gonna play this black card to tricking black people into voting for her she's from oakland she hasn't done shit for oakland this bitch has imprisoned more black and brown people the incarceration rate rate went up like fucking 18 so much because of her she's all about keeping people in jail she's she uh her career was spent defending and strengthening strengthening the prison industrial complex aka modern day slavery she's all about it the state of california was ordered to reduce prison overcrowding and she fought against it. She also fought against, um, I, I want to say it was, God, I want to say Prop 66, but don't quote me on it. And it was a measure basically to um, revamp the th- three-strike law so that nonviolent offenders and minor infractions right. weren't, Drug weren't three-striked, like right? right? And she fucking fought against it. And she was telling every, you know, campaigning and telling people, you know, don't vote for it. Don't vote for it. I have my own revamping. I'm going to do my own revamping. And then her she never delivered. Her so-called revamping was to hold um, the three strikes law still for rapists, murderers, you know, molestation, those things. But still some nonviolent offenses and Fraud, nonviolent felonies that still fell in to her new revamped three strike law. She tricked people. That's what she does. And it's like, it's bullshit. People see her being from the Bay Area, being black, being a woman. And it's like, sad. oh, we want this. This is progressive. She's not progressive at all. Her agenda, if you took away her gender and race, she would be pushing. You would, she, her whole career is based on, um, white supremacy, white supremacy, like her views. Like you would expect all of that coming from a white man. But I, just because it's coming from her and she looks the way she does right. and she is who she is, like, they're taking advantage of that. And it's hella sad because, fuck, man, especially in the social climate we're at right now, people want so fucking bad for somebody of color to, or a black woman especially, right. to represent and to be for the people. Like, God damn, can you think of anything that you want more right now? Like, yeah, no, she's not the one. Uh, she's she's transphobic. She's anti-sex work. She's repeatedly sued Backpage. She was she one was of the one people of the that played a key part in getting Backpage taken down, even though we sex workers called her up all the time, protested, were telling her that Backpage was safer than us working the streets. Yeah. And she didn't give a fuck. She stuck to her agenda and her and that sheriff guy, they got back page taken down and they put all these women um, at risk for being fucking attacked on, on the street, working in unsafe work environments now and like not and fucking cutting off their income. One of the only things I guess that was good is that she was um, supposedly for gay marriage. So, but she had some, she was against trans rights. Like, what? she's also against universal health care. Just like everything you would expect a Bay Area representative to be for, she's not. 
Like it's it's a total. She's a puppet. It's always sad. It is. It really is. Her career started during Hillary's uh, super predator era. I don't know if you guys remember when Hillary was calling like young black people like super yeah. predators. The word she actually said that, and um, Kamala just like kept that same energy going. So if you guys would just take the the time to actually research this bitch, you will find out she does not deserve any of our votes at all. And apparently, she's known for um, for like hot button issues. She's known for just like kind of trying to slide under the radar not picking a side either way mm-hmm. i read that in um there on in an article today online that basically went over um why she's not what she appears basically mm-hmm. and that was one of the things mentioned as well There's so much information and it's online. just really fucking disappointing because i would really love to have right a black woman candidate we all would but she is not the one she's not um, another woman that is fucking canceled as far as I'm concerned and it's a lot of been. other people is fucking Erica Badu. She been. She's made it her job. I don't know if she's playing on the uh, shock value of what she's saying and doing. I have a feeling that's her strategy. But I don't know. She's been off for a while. She has. And um, I posted the other day on my story, this bitch on Instagram had had expressed her unconditional love for R. Kelly. And even oh. though Erica Badu. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And um fuck even her. though she fucking um even though people were like, What the fuck are you talking about? She basically had a little explanation on her Instagram and was like, I love him unconditionally, even though I don't love his bad choices. Like his life and she said she believed the victims. I think she started out by saying, like, she believes the women on surviving R. Kelly. She didn't say that in what I shared, um, in the post that I shared. Oh, okay, she okay. just on expressed, another... She just expressed, I reposted it. She expressed her, her unconditional love for him, said that that does not mean that she supports his bad choices, which is like, he's a bad person. Like, it's not just a few choices. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Right. But, um... And that she loves him unconditionally. I think it was at a concert where she said. She went on yesterday at a concert. This is after this post, okay? She she caught hella flack for that post. This is now like a a few days later. She had a show last night. And on stage, I have the video clip. She's saying, I just want to send out some love and healing to R. Kelly. And it's like, bitch, you didn't have to do that in the middle of your set. She could have sent out love and healing to all his victims. Yeah. And she goes on to say, um, people were like booing it. And she was like, I know some of y'all are like, fuck him. And then everybody started applauding when she said that. She goes, but that's not love. That's not love. She goes, now what if one of his accusers ended up being a predator? Then sh- that Bitch, then needs fuck to go them to jail too. too. Right. You don't too. fucking, why are you making excuses? And why are you trying to like show it from that point of view? You know what I'm saying? But you got to keep in mind, this is the same bitch that had a post like last year about little girls shouldn't be wearing skirts around grown men. Right, because it's only natural for grown men to be attracted. And it's like, like you're, you're raising a mother little... of daughters. Yeah. Right. What you have daughters fuck? and that's your view. And she like, yeah, she caught a lot of shit for that too. Like she said, uh, little girls should not be wearing skirts around grown She's men. She's really toxic. Yeah, that shit. Personally, I unfollowed her on everything then and was just like, okay, this isn't somebody I can support. No. But this even more so now. Like, bitch, he preys on young black girls. You're going out of your way. You are a mother of young black girls. And you're fucking 
if it's for publicity or if it's for attention or whatever, like I feel like that's her strategy, but it's so gross and backwards. Like you should not be that's really expressing your love for him and you're un- calling it unconditional love for him. Bitch, that's a fellow so artist. So you're basically he ain't no saying to you. he could rape and and murder. Yeah. And she's But un- I have unforgivable love for him. I mean, un yeah. Check this out. If my brothers fucking rape or molest girls, no. It's not unconditional. No, it's I'm not, not fucking with you. I don't care for blood. That's foul as no. fuck. You know better. I said that. Even if my son did that, no. guess what? You're not my son no more. Mm-mm. I'm not doing that. I'm not supporting blood. I'm cutting off blood. So I'm definitely not standing by a fellow artist that ain't no fucking kin to me. Like she, it's just weird. It's bizarre as fuck that she is uh, just riding this the way that she is. It's really, it's a bad look. Well, and to try and use generational trauma, right? That's fucked up to do. Don't do that. And granted, a lot of, um, I'm not going to say a lot of, but um, some abuse victims do turn around to abuse. Like, yeah. in, you know, in that documentary, how they were saying. But a lot don't. Power. You know right. A lot so like, don't. I don't fuck that argument because a lot don't. I hate that argument. Yeah. I, I hate it that too. That doesn't excuse anything. Right. It, 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 they need to go to jail. They're trash. Exactly. Just like, because guess what? Do you know how many people are abused and don't turn around and hurt other people? Exactly. A lot. So I don't care if you were beat as a kid and you grow up and beat your wife. Like, it doesn't matter to me. You're still trash. Like, you still, you could have handled that a different way. Like, you should have, you knew how bad it felt when you experienced it. So you shouldn't. That's more reason not to, in my opinion. Especially with sexual assault. Not an excuse to turn around and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, definitely. I was having a conversation with my mom the other day about, um generational traumas and how you can pass it down. This is totally mm-hmm. not talking about sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, we had this conversation after I went to my uncle's house because, you know, growing up, I always used to think like, damn, my grandparents are really good people. They raised me and my brothers. We turned out okay. Yeah. How can every single one of their kids be on drugs or alcohol or be fucking up their lives, right? With mm-hmm. the exception of Carolyn. And... um the older I got, the more I got to thinking, though, is that my grandma didn't have a great childhood. Her dad molested her and beat her mom, and her mom ended up leaving her dad. Mm-hmm. And then my grandfather, on my grandfather's side, his dad was a severe um, alcoholic and gambler, and um, he would, like, gamble away their furniture and shit. So my great-grandmother, my grandfather's mother, had to go get a part-time job, and they didn't have money to pay for a sitter so at like six years old, my grand- grandmother would tie my grandfather up to a clothesline in the backyard while she went to work, right? Mm-hmm. So um, who knows how their childhoods were, right? Mm-hmm. And so unless you consciously make a decision to do better, it's very easy for your parents pain to be passed down to you and for you to pass it well in a sense i think if you're if you are raised by fucked up parents you learn fucked up parenting so then you you then carry that on with your own kids right Right. but there has to be some um accountability you know what i mean like i don't 
like my grand, I don't know, my grandma, her family was okay, but my grandpa grew up in like foster homes and shit. And I know he was abused and like it was a lot of issues with him and shit, but he didn't turn around and abuse his kids. You know what I'm saying? And some of them. like maybe why he was grumpy. True, definitely. But, you know, some of his kids turned out really, really good and successful. Some turned out really fucking bad and wanted crack on Thanksgiving. So, like, you know what I mean? It's kind of just a crapshoot to me. Like, I think it could go to, either way. I think if you're raised by um, fucked up parents, you kind of have to make a conscious decision that I don't want to do this yeah. with my kids. I can remember my brothers and my brother Will and I sitting and going, and I remember this like yesterday, us sitting there going, okay, when we have our families, we're not going to do this. Mm. And, and we're not going to do this because this is how it makes, exactly. this is what it feels That's like. That's how and, I parent. I, perp- I, I intentionally yes. think I'm never going to make my kids feel like this yes. or I'm never, you know what I mean? I think yep. about little me all the time. All the time. And I'm just constantly um, wanting to do for my kids what she needed. Right. Constantly. And I was talking to another friend the other day about how I think that our generation has done really well with stopping. Well, drugs aren't a factor. Huh? With our, with you and I, right. with our generation. I, right. Yeah. I, I think that we did a really good job with our generation, did a really good job with stopping the passing down of pain and trauma to our children. Um, our parents' generation was like the meth generation. And Everybody crack. loved meth and crack. Yeah, that was when that shit was like fresh on the scene. And those are drugs that you can't do unless occasionally, right? That's or, not a, or a be functional. Drug. I think mm-hmm. I know one functional meth addict, but he doesn't have children. Yeah. Um. So those aren't drugs that you can like do and like and still be, be okay. Yeah. yeah, you can't. You know. So I think that. Um, a lot of people that I know, parents were in, into meth and, and really f- fucked their kids' childhoods up, mm-hmm. have turned around, and they now have children. And I think almost everyone I've talked to parents the same way we do from a place of, I don't want to do that to my kids. I don't yeah. want my kid to feel like that. So that's one thing that I think our generation has done really well as, mm. as far as not pass down all the fucking – Not to make an excuse, but I really think your dad's generation and like drugs played a part in why, you know what I mean? Otherwise, I don't think it's like so much the mental illness and shit. I think it's the drugs like really fucked it all up for for your family that has issues, you know? And if drugs didn't play a part, they might not have got that bad. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, My uncle, my grandfather's brother, Mark, who's a schizophrenic as well. I, I don't I don't know if he ever did meth. He might have, but he was pretty fucked up. But I I think that drugs definitely fucking exacerbated it everything. Everything, yeah, it does. It ex- and I mean even it makes it worse. Even in small ways, because like um, me being bipolar, for instance, like in in the past, like when I was dancing, I did coke and shit. <laughs> I remember when I would do coke my come down would be so much fucking worse than a person that didn't struggle with mental illness. You're right. it, it accelerates it. It makes it a million times worse. Even hangover sometimes I feel like um, trigger depression and shit harder for me because the come down in, from ecstasy and Molly sense. and shit, like it, it affects you, your brain chemistry way different than it would. Your brain chemistry is already It's off. already off balance, right? Yeah. So like the drugs fuck you up worse. So it's not worth it. Like the highs are not worth the lows right. that are on their way. 
And that's basically what goes on when you self-medicate yeah, with drugs. You're basically sure. just your brain chemistry is fucking haywire. Yeah. You have this short amount of time where it feels good and euphoric. But and you pay you're a good. price for it every right. time. Yeah, and you, that's when the hell comes out. Exactly. So people got to understand that. And with alcohol, too. Cause like, it's a depressant. Um, yeah, when I fucking drink alcohol and shit, um, the next day, I mean, with age, too, I mean, hangovers hit me harder than ever in my life now. But just the feeling down, even if I don't have a hangover, I will physically just mentally feel drained and down the yeah. next day and depressed after drinking and shit. There's just, it always comes with a price. That fucking It throws sucks. off your brain chemistry. Yeah, it's fucked up. Someone actually had asked about us talking about anxiety and OCD and bipolar. And um, it's just, it's hard because it's not something that ever goes away. And for me, that's the the truth that's like the hardest thing for me to swallow yeah. is that I will have to take medication for the rest of my life. And right. I have a real fucking problem with that because um, I don't know, in my head, I'm just like, I want something to fix it and make it go away. Right. And there isn't. Because taking pills every day sucks. It does. Know? And then I it's get like really. a daily reminder. Yeah. And I get super paranoid about side effects. That was one of the things that made me take myself off medication in the first place was because I started having this paranoia thinking it was destroying my liver. And I would like look at my skin color and I would like, you know, things that I think were in my head, yeah. I start to get very fucking paranoid about. But um it's all a process. Like you have to deal with the side effects in order to function and feel somewhat normal when right. you take your medicine, you know, right. like it sucks, but, um, just taking it day by day and being really patient with yourself. Cause you're going to fuck up. And when you're yeah. feeling good, you're going to take yourself off your pills. Cause that's just what we do. Try not to beat yourself up. Yeah. Though. Just don't beat yourself up and just know that it's never too late to start over. And it's never Tomorrow too is late. always a new day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you're you not always, alone. Yeah, you're not a failure. For That's what made me feel better is when my doctor was telling me how common it is. She, like I was explaining to her, you know, when I feel good, sometimes I'll stop taking my medicine. And then she like finished my sentence and she was like, that's a common thing. Like everyone does that. That's, we all do, you know, everyone that I prescribe medication to does that. But it's like, you got to remind yourself you're feeling good like this because of the medication. Right. So it's like, you, you know, even though you feel like you don't need it, or whatever at the time don't believe your brain telling you that like it's it's right. trying to trick you but um God. Yeah, it's it's a daily it's struggle it's true it's true though you think that you're all right and you don't have to take these pills my dad and i have had these conversations yeah and and he you know every once in a while he'll have a day where he's just really down like down more than normal and i'm like dude what's wrong and he's just like I'm just tired of taking this fucking medication. I, I have to take it for the rest of my life. He said, no, I'm just tired of taking it. I don't want to yeah. take it, you it's know? It's fucked up. It's really fucked up. And when you have side effects, too, that, like, it affects your sex drive. You know what I'm saying? That's one my of the most. told me the other yeah, day. Yeah, it does. I, my, they I, all I only do. have my dick to pee. Basically, yeah. And, I mean, you know, luckily, I'm, like, um, one thing about uh, mental illness and being bipolar and shit I kind of experience a good side of it. I don't know if this is a good thing because it can be risky at times, but um, hypersexuality is a side it's a effect. a good balance. <laughs> it's a side effect of mental illness, right? right of being right. bipolar and shit. So 
the medication actually slows me down to a healthy level because without medication, I'm like full on nympho. I actually walked in her house today and she was in her laundry (laughs) hamper humping bunny stuffed animals. And I was like, Maria, why are you doing this again? (laughs) She's a liar. But no, I'm just saying I really like it'll stress me out. Like I cannot like the hypersexuality part of it. Like um, not now because I've been in this relationship for three years, but before that, I remember just like being way more like, like a guy, yeah, like a guy yeah. in some ways. Like I had fuck buddies, you know what I'm saying? The people that I had, you'd be no, like, no, you can't stay the night. No, get the and fuck out we're of not here. dating. No, and we're not, and, and don't I don't even do call not, me tomorrow. And I don't fucking like you like that at all. No. but I'm. This is what I need you for, and I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like shit, like that. Fuck yeah, like, I do. Thank God I have a partner now. But like that <laughs> was She's not running when wild I, with that vagina, <laughs> right? But I'm thinking back to a time where like that's a real thing, right. and um. I also, I mean, the whole different conversation is I think guys know that about the hypersexuality thing, and I think they take advantage of that with crazy bitches. Oh, I wouldn't fucking. And I think, yeah, and I think that they definitely take advantage of it. But um, the medication slowing me down anyway, slowing down my libido a little bit is actually a good thing. But like, <laughs> I've had medication that make me twitch. You know what I'm saying? My like, dad did. Hard. And, um, that and just like fucking up your sleep schedule, fucking up your eating, like oh, you know, there's all kinds of side effects and that shit. My dad was on Thorzine. They tried Thorzine for a while way back in the day, and he got the Thorzine shuffle. Like it's it's a certain way restless you walk, or you don't. Restless leg syndrome. He's is a on thing. gabapentin for it because mm-hmm. it's so bad. His is so bad, and you know, my dad's been. God damn, it's been. How old am I? Oh God, so. My dad's been on psych meds on and off on pretty much the last 15 years hardcore, um, but for about 35 years. And, um, you know, and mind being you, on them that long. All of these – mental health is still a fairly new thing in the medical industry. Like, let's just point out, like – medicines weren't around back when you were a baby and shit. Like, they had lithium and shit. I was you know just going to say they gave everybody lithium. They gave everybody lithium for just across the board. And it's like all or of cocaine. these... Yeah, these medicines that they're giving us now, it's really just a trial for everything. Yeah. And your doctor will fucking tell you that. That's right. the fucked up thing. And so, like, I have, a, like, medications, mood stabilizers and shit that, that my doctor will try to give me. She'll tell me, like... If you start like having weird jerking motions with your hands and shit, like let me know because there's a name for it. And it's a it's a permanent side effect. So like if that starts, there's a chance that even if I discontinue the medication, it'll still happen. Yep. So being told that, how am I supposed to feel comfortable with taking this? You know what I mean? Yep. And then I gotta take it for like a solid month to feel it. Yep. Yeah. So that so yeah, he, you know, the shit they're giving him now, like they're they're just learning about it themselves. Yeah, like this is not um this hasn't been around that long. And for ye- because of years of psych meds, now he now has seizures and he will have them forever because mm-hmm. of prolonged psych med usage and it's just one of the unfortunate side effects and uh yeah. He takes the two anti-seizure meds, but it's like fuck he can't not take the psych meds. Like his yeah. mental illness is so extreme that not only will it endanger his life, it will endanger other people's lives, mm. you know? So 
It's, when you did like a, you sent me like a timeline of photos of your dad and you were like, you could see the mental illness in his face and yeah. shit. It made me hella sad because you see that with people that, that are on medication too. Yeah. It ages you. It makes you look tired. So like, yeah, hell yeah. It, it really makes you look fucking tired and like you can see it on people's face. You start it's looking sad. a little gaunt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, it, it Definitely, and and he liked to mix his with meth. His was a methy mixture. Yeah, <clears throat> you know. So if one medicine doesn't work for you, tell your doctor get another one. Yeah, definitely. Fucking lower Don't be the dose because they know they know already that you're taking a chance with these medicines. At least yeah. mine is super honest about it, and she'll be like, "Look, this can happen," because she knows I'm paranoid about side effects yeah. anyway. So she'll look them up and she'll warn me about them, and she'll tell me like, "It's okay. Like if you experience this, just tell me, and we'll try something else." Like yeah. there's a lot to try. You know, they are, it's just crazy. The pharmaceutical industry, if you can't afford your medication, they'll give it to you for free if you call them directly. Like on the commercials, you know, for the prescriptions and shit, um, the new medications that come out in the fine print, they say that at the end. Like if you can't afford it, you should call. If you call them, they'll put you as part of a study. Yes, they'll put you as part of a study and they'll send you a cycle of this medicine for free because they want people to take it so that they can learn more about it. And so, some ways it's good because it's like the study has to be done in order to find something that works but we're also guinea pigs in right. a way you know and right. that's that's the fucked up side of it too it's definitely a lot more minuses than pluses but you know you got to be responsible though you do it's unfair for me to think that people should deal with me when i'm in my full-blown mania and in my full-blown fucking obsessiveness we barely want to deal with you yeah, on meds i barely want to deal with myself <laughs> so i just know how unfair you it is I'm like i've kidding. been in past relationships and shit where i've put people through it and just like was really monster and was really selfish and just like oh well if you like me you'll deal with it you can't be like that yeah, about you, your family and your part yeah and for a that lot really of years for a lot of years i did and um looking back now that i care i feel bad because it's like People really tried to be patient with me. Yeah. And, you know, I just was not having it. I was very <laughs> selfish. Like, whatever. If you want to be right. around, you'll fucking deal with it. Right. Um, somebody asked, if we could go back to school, what would we get our degrees in? And we, Psy- both, we both said, said criminal unanimously. Psychology. Criminal psychology, for sure. Or psychology, for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Whenever I buy books, they're always, like, psychology-based. And I'm pretty good with reading and understanding people and their behaviors. Yeah. I don't know if it comes from— Experience. Definitely comes from um, life experience, childhood, Mm -hmm. just being around different types of people. Survival instincts. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm really good with that. It would definitely be some type of psychology. Yeah, and I think because I am good with— psychology i it definitely helps me to um have a little more compassion for not necessarily shitty people but people that are behaving shitty because yeah because we try to understand them better I and wanna, understand yep. the reason behind yep. it yeah for sure yep. so, I, i'm always trying to figure people out in that right. way and when people offend me or they treat me bad or whatever and it seems like it's for no reason I always know, like, okay, this says more about how you're feeling than yes. it does about something I've done. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, if I have yep. friends that just go ghost on me or whatever, I know you have a problem that you got to work out within yourself. Like, this is not me because of me. Right. Um, yeah, for sure. I consider that all the time. What makes people, like, do and act the way they do. 
you know, um, I hope Mark doesn't kill me for sharing this, but Mark's mom never came here from the Philippines. He came here with his dad by himself when he was like six or seven. And um, his mom hasn't really been in his life at all. She hasn't. Not really. She just hasn't. And um, on our drive again, we were talking and, you know, before we got together, he would go back to the Philippines with his dad like every other year. And he would get to see his mom. And he said that, oh, God, it makes me want to cry. When he would see his mom, he wouldn't tell her about any of his anger or any of his sadness because their time was so limited. He just wanted it to stay good. And he said, when I would hug my mom, I would just hug her so tight. I mean, I wouldn't want to let her go. And, you know, now that we have our children and, you know, Mark's a really good guy, not one time has his mom reached out and been like, I'm proud of you. You've done a good job. You know, I'm sorry. Just giving him an apology. Yeah. I'm sorry. And so I was talking to Mark, and I could tell um, he was really hurting, you know, by Mm -hmm. this conversation. I was like, you know, and I was trying to, you know, convey to him, we don't know what your mom's childhood was like because his mom was a runaway from home. So we don't know what caused her to run away, you know. We don't know what pain she was carrying Mm -hmm. um, because she wasn't ready to be a mom at all, you know. Like mine. Yeah, so... Some people just aren't um, good at being parents at some certain times. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes motherhood kind of falls in people's lap and they don't always... They're not always ready for it. I'll say that. This is one of the reasons I'm all for abortion and I'm all for... I love people that know I, I don't want kids. Kids aren't yeah. for me. My cousin Jasmine was like Those that. Those people she don't make me mad. There's she had people no that get desire mad. to ever want kids. And she knew that. She's known that for years. And like, why can't that be your choice? Why is that so frowned upon by people? It really is. And and I and I, I admire women like that yeah, because me too. fucking I love that. Yeah, somebody Not everyone should somebody be a mom. Actually sent in and said, um, well, basically, they just said I'm, abortions. Like, you know, if you don't want to talk about it, if you if you girls don't want to, I completely understand. But we, you know, will you talk about that? Um, I've had a few, more I've than a one. few. Like, um, uh, it's you know, sometimes shit happens, and um, I'm a very fucking fertile person. And at one point, you could like breathe on me, and I would be I pregnant remember. if you hug me too tight. I'm pregnant, and right. like there were times, <laughs> I got her pregnant. You yes, guys. like she what did, the fuck? and I was like, I'm not having a baby by Crystal. Like, no, <laughs> we have too much mental I'm, illness. I'm on fucking both right. Sides. Could you imagine? That'd be a <laughs> recipe for disaster. So I got an abortion, and I don't regret. You know, I mean, the only time no. I have a problem is when it's long, late term abortions. I don't like that unless there's a, the mom's gonna die. Or yeah, the, yeah, or the baby is right. has a death sentence. Yeah, but. Not just because you took too long to handle it. Oh, God, that makes sense. I know a lot of people that have actually done that. that. And, you know, they're not legal here, but I have a friend that was going to survive at fucking like six or seven months. Yeah. Like five and a half months. There's babies that have survived. Right. I know someone that had an abortion at six months. I know someone that had an abortion at eight months. I'll fucking die right now. I don't support that. She fucking went to Atlanta to do it because it's not legal here. So she went there to do it. You had an entire baby. Yeah. To me, um, I don't like to judge people, but that is one one chance where I will fucking fully judge you because it was just out of like laziness or like not deciding fast enough or you know what I mean? Like at Uh -uh. that point, it's like you get that option taken away. Uh -uh. Um, That's fucking disgusting. But if you, you know, if you decide within the first three months 
like you're supposed to here in California, then, you know, it's up that's to, totally it's up to weeks. you. It's it's first four months, I guess. You, yeah. You have 12 weeks in your that's first trimester. Time. That's plenty of Your first time. trimester, perfect. Yeah. Fucking. But those late term ones, I don't agree with just because it's it's like way too developed at that point. No, because the baby could survive outside the womb. And I think that's fucking gross. Yeah. A fucking 10 week old fetus can't survive outside the right. womb. So it's that's like. true. I'm all for abortion. Yeah. I am definitely I, I'm all for what a woman wants to do with her own body. I'm, right. I'm pro Because choice. you know yourself better than anyone else. No one else can tell you what you can mentally or financially or Bitch. emotionally handle. You know what I'm saying? People can't make those decisions for you. Like the, and there's mothers. I was listening to an episode of fucking Sword and Scale today, which with that problematic ass host. Yeah. Um he had an episode, it was like one of the earlier ones that was just dedicated to mothers that kill their children. There's a name for it, but um, um it's is it patricide? No, it's I think it's with an F. Filicide? It's one of them. But um it was like four or five different stories of mothers that killed their fucking kids and like it plays the nine one one calls and shit and like you I can't hear listen to that. Interrogation tapes and shit just of them trying to explain it or whatever, but it's like, um, you know, if they if they could have got an abortion, you know what I'm saying? Maybe right. that wouldn't have happened. Like this one lady put her fucking baby in the microwave for two minutes. Oh, goddamn, bitch. And it was a 28-day-old baby. And like she actually had went to trial three different times. She got off like the first two. And then she finally went to trial a third fucking time because they had like um, coached a witness, like a little kid trying to say that he did it, this little neighborhood kid. And then it turns out he was, you know, led to say that. And the mom finally did end up getting, I think, life in jail. But it what the sick part is her family was like, oh, thank God, you know, the jury used common sense and didn't give her the death penalty. And it's like common sense. Bitch, your daughter fucking put her baby in the microwave. Was she mentally ill? No, she had no history of mental illness whatsoever. And when she was tested by a psychologist in fucking jail, they didn't find any traces of it either. That's fucking disgusting. So, yeah, it's just like, you know, people, some people just not, know when they, they don't want to have kids. They're not you, meant for kids. And you kids. shouldn't force parenthood on everybody oh, no. because it's fucking hard. And it's yeah. it's hard emotionally, physically, yeah. financially. Being a parent is a wonderful fucking gift, not to sound cliche, but it absolutely is. For getting, people who want it. For people who fucking want it. Right. If, Not for everyone. If you don't want a child and then you're forced into parenthood, bitch. That would be a death sentence. That's why kids end up killed by their parents. Exactly. Or parents kill themselves. Andrea or, Yates that yeah. drowned all her kids in the bathtub. She was another one She of didn't want to have more kids, bitch. Mm-hmm. Her husband kept said, forcing her. Yeah, he said, we're going to have whatever the Lord gives us, basically. She didn't want to be a fucking mom no more. Yeah. She kept having postpartum depression. Dude, can you imagine? She was like, bitch. I'm going to show you how bad I don't want to be a fucking mom. Yes. You know? So I really appreciate people who say they don't want to be parents. I love that. Right. Not everyone. Bitch, speaking of abortion, the little Catholic school motherfuckers that showed up to the fucking pro-choice rally that mm-hmm. were— Oh, was, that, was it a pro-choice rally? It, yeah, it was, a, it was an abortion With the native rally. elder? Yeah, they, they came there to fucking show their fucking pro-life stance. Why are you these fourteen year old boys have no there. fucking business? Right, fourteen year old boys. Fourteen year old boys. You bitch. have no fucking say in this matter. Here's what you're gonna do at fourteen. You're not gonna what? fuck a girl unprotected and get her pregnant. That'll be your way to fight pro life. You make sure 
if you want a baby so bad, you fuck somebody who wants a baby what? with you. I did not know that was a fucking yes. pro life yes. protest. It was it was a it was a rally um about abortion. Oh my god. And that that's why they were sick. there disrespecting the Native the American elder. veteran elder. And it's so funny to me. The right really loves their veterans. They oh, really yeah. celebrate they love their to say veterans. They do, but they don't take care of them. <laughs> they love to celebrate their veterans until it's one like the Native American and then it's like, "Oh, he's or, wrong. He was banging the drum in the kid's face." No. Get the fuck I'm out sorry. of here. Veterans are not fucking taken care of. You know that from taking care of your dad and seeing Dude. what they have to go through at the fucking VA. And we, when they're and most of the time the people living on the street are veterans. Yeah, we wait three and a half months. Yeah. That's why I'm so anti military because the fucking this country does not take care of its veterans. No. At all. No. At all. They really don't. Um Girl snoring in bed. My man said I have a light, quote unquote, light snore, but I was low key offended. Maybe that could be filed under embarrassing bedtime stories. Oh, I'm definitely a snorer. I I'm a mouth too. breather because yeah. I have um, a deviated septum. Sinus. Yeah, yeah, and I do too. Fucked up sinuses, so I'm a mouth breather. So I drool. I snore. I, I, I don't my... snore bad. I just when I'm drunk, I know I snore. It's woken me up a few times and I'll be like, did you hear me snoring or something? I'd be hella <laughs> embarrassed but like, whatever. If somebody really fucks with you, they're not tripping. Like yeah, my I dude, I sleep with my head on his chest. I know my head as is probably hella farting, heavy. It's good. I know his arm is probably falling asleep and he's losing all sensation in his fingertips from my heavy ass head, but he doesn't complain. Oh, and I like, sleep on him. I know I drool on his chest. Sometimes I'll wake up and wipe it and be like, <laughs> you know, I was slobbing on you, right? And he'll just be like, yeah, I know you do it all the time. Like, <laughs> if somebody really fucks with you, they're not tripping. So I wouldn't feel really bad about it. Yeah, no, not at all. If, I, if it was a problem, I think they would turn you over on your side or, or not sleep with you anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't feel embarrassed about that. No, not at all. Are you uh, kidding? I married a a sleepwalker. So many people want to hear about. Oh my his god, I married a sleepwalker, talker, talker fighter, swimmer. Fuck, you guys have no idea. And I, I post a bunch on my Facebook. There's a bunch of videos. In a my lot of people uh, wrote in today, and they wanted to know more about his uh, fucking. So number one, yes, that is real. No, it's not staged. Yes, Mark is sleeping. He's fucking standing he up. He'd be sleeping. thinking he's in video games and shit. Or uh the Walking Dead. Yes. He talked about wa day walkers or what are they called? Walkers. Walkers. He talked about them before. He I was like, bitch, he's gonna kill you and think he's in a dream one he day. He yelled walkers <laughs> and fucking slammed back on the bed, bitch. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. And you know, a lot of the times it's really funny and I encourage it. I'll talk to him and 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 try and yeah, coax fucking yeah. shit out of him. But there's so you times, can record it. Yeah, but there's times where I'm really tired and I'm I'm just fucking sick of it and I'm tired of it and he won't fucking stop and he yells and he yells in his sleep. <laughs> he fucking hits the wall. He knocks the lamp off the table. So there's many of nights, at least two to three nights a week, I go sleep on the couch because it's just it's a lot. It's a show. It's a it's whole a show, shit show in your bitch. fucking room. There's um. There's he, one he time called. he called when we were on our way in today and he was like, I fucking saw those videos you posted. He was <laughs> like, what the fuck was I doing? And, you know, I just thought, like, how bizarre would that be for you to watch yourself in that state? Yeah. You know, because we, we laugh about it all the time. Right. But for him to actually see it, that probably has to feel hella crazy. Bitch, one time I was pregnant with Stevie <laughs> and... All my pregnancies are always hell of miserable. So, you know, I was about eight and a half months, probably eight months. I was fucking huge. 
Uh, Mark had fallen asleep on his dad's couch, and we were living with his dad at the time. And it was like 2 in the morning, and I was trying to be a nice wife. So I went over and nudged him. I was like, dude, come on, wake up. Go get in the bed. And he fucking – and Mark has this thing where he's sleeping, but he will open his eyes, and he's, but he's still asleep, right? Mm-hmm. This happens once in a while. My oldest daughter does that. She sleeps with her eyes open. Creepiest. Ever since she was a little but, kid, her, she'll be asleep with her so eyes open. So he's looking at me, and he goes – What'd you do with it? And I said, what the fuck are you talking about? Mind you, I'm pregnant. It's two in the morning. I'm tired. I hate you life. You can't tell that he's in a dream. I hate life. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, what the fuck did you do with the memory card? And I'm like, I said, I never had a fucking memory card. At this point, I don't know he's sleep talking. I'm thinking he's awake. I'm like, I don't fucking have. I'm like the most tech challenged person ever. I'm like, I don't have a fucking memory card. And he goes, I know. I fucking gave it to you. I know you have it. And he's like angry with me and I said oh fuck you he's in the CIA and I finally said oh fuck you you sleep on the couch and I went to walk away and he said hey hey are you international are you international (laughs) (laughs) and at that point I said oh fuck you fuck you Mark and bitch he fucking he was asleep that was asleep bitch what the fuck why didn't you tell me that before and then another time I went to wake him up. That's when it finally dawns on you. This motherfucker is asleep. When he started yelling, are you international? (laughs) Across the room to me, bitch. Another time, I was pregnant. This is when I was pregnant with Naya. And he had fell asleep on the couch in in our living room at the time. And I was trying to wake him up. And he grabbed my... At first, when I was trying to wake him up, he started... um, I wish people could see. He started making this face like with his cheeks puffed out and he took his hands and he started like doing the breaststroke like he was swimming. Uh-huh. So he was swimming for a minute as I was trying to wake him up. And then he grabbed my stomach, bitch. And then he grabs my stomach and he and he and he's grabbing me and he's going, I got you. I got you. And he's like fucking gripping onto me. And I was like, get the fuck <laughs> off me. No, you don't got me, bitch. I got you. Could you get up? And dude. The worst thing in the world you could do is have to wake Mark up for something. When I tell you guys, it's like a fucking 15-minute process because he doesn't wake up. He sleep talks. Oh, my God. It's You have to, like, quiz him to make sure he's really awake. Yes, yes, yes. And sometimes, um, you guys, there's videos. Um, This one time I was fucking with him. I could tell he was in a sleep-talking mood. Yeah. And Saul was like, dude, they're here. They're in the closet. And my husband's a big sneakerhead. I said, ooh, they got your shoes. And he said, get my gun. Get my gun. And he jumped up <laughs> out in his sleep. Bitch, you better stop To playing. get his fucking gun, bitch. You guys are going to be on Dateline one night because he fucking kills the whole house. <laughs> Bunny An- ain't staying there no more. Another- <laughs> Bunny be there laughing too. Oh another God. time. Another time he thought he was in The Walking Dead. That- yeah, and-, and he screamed walkers. And another time he was coaching football, his friends playing football. And he's like, T, T. I told you, man, you got to wear the shoulder pads. And it's like this huge production bitch. He's sitting up on the bed. He fucking knocks the lamp off the table. I mean, it's like. You're like, can you stop? And people are like, that's so funny. And I'm like, it's really funny unless it's one in the morning and you're tired. And you're tired and you want to stay asleep. He can't control it. Like, you know, it just happened. Another time he was riding in a Ferrari with Don Johnson. I'm going to tell you guys the very first time I ever noticed this. The very fucking first time. And then. You guys can go to sleep and suck it and shit. But so I had a boomerang moment with Mark first. You guys seen boomerang? 
I don't remember. In the, it's an Eddie Murphy movie, and what he's happened? really obsessed with feet, right? Oh, when he looks at her feet. Yeah, and, and if the bitch or has ugly see, feet, yeah, yeah. he don't fuck with her no more, right? Uh-huh. Well, Mark has really nice feet when he's standing on them and applying pressure. Uh-huh. When they're not fucking pressurized, they're in the shape. It's like he's wearing high heels because his arch is so high, uh-huh. and his little toes like to play fucking cuddle bug, right? They like to cuddle. Yeah. So, um, I woke up in the morning— and. This might have been this. I think it was the same morning, the first night he stayed over. Um, I sat up and I saw that one of his socks had fallen off. So I fucking pulled the blanket back, just like in Boomerang, bitch. Hella slow. She you know I like feet. So mm-hmm. I pulled it back and bitch, I did too. I went, oh my fucking God. I almost fucking fell out of my bed. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Fuck. He's so cute. ugly. When there's not pressure on him. Oh well, now they're not, you know, they're just yeah. his feet and I love him. But at first I was like, what the <laughs> Fuck, Crystal, what have you done? Okay, so it was morning time. It was like 7 in the morning. I had woke up, and um, I had said, hey, good morning. And he goes, I'll take you to the candy shop. And, bitch, he wrapped the whole first verse of Candy Shop from 50 Cent. Mind you, I don't, I I, I think he's up, right? So I saw. So you're thinking you're being weird. And my back's to him, right? When I was sleeping. You know, I'm not a sleep color. So you're laying there, like. Right. And what? I'm like, why is he rapping this fucking song to me? Hella like, embarrassed. I'm like, I'm going to hide under the covers, right? And I, and so I nervously giggled at the end and I was like, well, good morning to you, too. How awkward. And he said nothing. And I was like, what the fuck? Damn. And I turn over, bitch, and he's sound asleep and he had rapped. The whole, the whole first verse, and I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is going, bitch?" Well, we got at least you didn't have to be embarrassed. Like he's hella corny. Yeah, like, what was no. that? I was like, "What the?" It fuck? was a dream. That's a relief. What the fuck? But you know, now I'm used to the feet. I love them, but dude, that sleep talking and shit—it's either really funny or it's really fucking annoying. That is fucking hilarious. The kids, they think it's funny. Stevie, like, yeah, gets really no, into it, it with me. it would get old if I was tired. It yeah. It would get fucking old. It does. I don't blame you now for sleeping on the couch. Dude. Thank God I don't like being woke up. I told you, I get mad when I wake up. Well, so and I'm, I'm like, a really light sleeper, so if I get woke up, I'm, I'm fucking, yeah. I'm, I can't, it's hard for me to go back to sleep. Yeah, no. Fuck that. I've hit him with the remote control so many times in his sleep. You guys don't even know. I, like, Does poke him know? in his back a little hard. Because he's a bad snorer, too. Yeah. So I jab him to turn and switch positions and shit. But, Mm-mm. yeah. So go look on my Facebook. It's Crystal D'Amato hyphen She's going to also post a, a video of him on the Hello Dysfunction yeah, page. Yeah, When we do one. our little recaps and every, and you know, we post a few photos of the yeah. shit we've been talking about. I'll she'll, post one. Yeah, she'll post a video. She has plenty. There's some on my Instagram, like the shoe one I was talking about where he was like, get my gun. Mm-hmm. That one is on my Instagram. Um, Somebody asked for any recent Dom stories and said they're one of her favorite parts of the podcast. I don't have a recent one, but... um. Because they, they've all been kind of just like whatever, foot sessions and shit lately. But um, a memorable one, I will say, is there's this white guy that I used to see in San Diego. And um, he wanted me to knock him out. And, <laughs> you know, I'm like, sure. Like, he showed up. He was like a full-on sub. And, so like, did he get like um, a hard-on from you no, 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 or? no. The the thing is with subs is that it's not um it's not always uh, arousing. Okay. Yeah. So like they're not being turned on by this all the time. Like sometimes it does turn them on and sometimes they just feel like they truly deserve to be punished. Oh, so damn. they embrace that. 
So um, this guy was like a full-on sub. He, you could tell he had been a sub for years. He knew all the ins and outs, and he showed up with hell of equipment and like costumes he was and like, hell of shit. Stab me with this, yeah. Machete. And the first time I saw him, he came. He brought outfits. He had hell of shit, and I was just like, wow. Like I really like that because yeah. it's like you're really into this. You know what I mean? Right. You're not just trying. Like you know what you're doing. So. We had um, a play date or whatever, and um, I was staying at this hotel. It was like a little small hotel, but it was like a nice place. And um, I was worried because like the walls were pretty thin. It was like an older building. Yeah. And um, he was like, uh, I want to be knocked out. But, you know, he was kind of mocking me like, you look a little small. Like, I don't think you'll be able to do <laughs> it. And he was like pretty big fat guy. And I was like, oh, honey, trust me. I hit hard. Like, I'm left-handed, all the shit. Like, I'm, I'll knock your ass out. And he was like, oh, that's what they all say. Ha ha. Like, kind of mocking me and shit. And I'm like, don't even worry about it, honey. Right, Just sit back. I got you. So, you know, we're playing and shit. And I'm like, caning him. And he has like a pretty good Ooh. pain threshold. Like, he's taking it. And, um, he, uh, we were like in front of a chair or whatever. And, um, I forget like what we were we were doing some kind of role playing. But Did he I want just, you to catch him off guard? Kind of. Yeah, we were in the middle of like some role playing. I forget what the scene was, but I ended up catching him in his jaw, and like he had a ball gag in at the time, Ooh. but he fucking fell out. And at first, I thought he was just kidding, and I was like shaking him a little bit, but he was knocked out. And that was the first time I think I really ever knocked out a client. Like a TKO. And he, yeah, and he. Um, He's great because, like, he liked it. He was all impressed that I was able to do it. Um, he was like, you're my he girl. Said, yeah, he, he said he wished I actually lived there. Excuse me, because he books with doms all the time. And, you know, a lot of them, like, promise, but they can't deliver. And so girl, you got from the that right point one. <laughs> on, yeah, so from that point on, whenever I would be in L.A. or San Diego or Anaheim or whatever, we would always try to somehow link up. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up seeing him, like, Four or five times. Um, but he was one of those that like always checked the ads for doms to see like what doms were in the area and shit. And there was a girl working for me um, some years later and he booked with her. And um, I was like, I fucking know him. Like I saw him in the lobby and I told her like, I fucking know him. I saw him. I have pictures of him. And he was like one of the first clients, I think, that I was like consistently knocking out on a regular basis. That's a great. But he's, yeah, he's money. great. Maker, so bitch. yeah, it's great for taking out aggression right. and um, therapy. <laughs> so for sure, um, if I ever go to San Diego again, hopefully I'll get I'll a run sock into him, him or face. he has the same phone number. Yeah, I'm gonna look, you know, try to reach out. Hi, I'm in town. I'd like to knock you out. <laughs> Are you ready to get your ass floored again? Because <laughs> uh, I got a two piece for you. Some here, bitch. Yep. Toughen but, that um, jaw. Yeah, that's it for my work stories this week. Um, can you guys please? subscribe follow our instagram hello dysfunction uh follow uh, subscribe on itunes and please rate and review it takes like two minutes and it really helps us with our placement on the podcast page it really so it really please. does impact us as yeah. far as numbers and um listens and, and, and placement so yeah. we really appreciate everybody that listens but if you are able you do have um, an iPhone, please, pretty please. Go to iTunes and look us up and subscribe. Because I'm not posting that. No more sleep. 
TikTok and walking videos until we get some. And I'm also um, on Instagram. On Instagram, when we post uh, the little like question thing in the story, and you guys type in your questions, I got a lot today that were cut off because you can only you got to kind of condense them so that they're like quick questions. Like probably eight words. If yeah, if you type too much, it cuts it off, and you can't expand it to read the whole thing. So some of them we couldn't figure out, or we would have got to them today. But um, we'll save uh, some more for next week. So please, can you also um, share us, share us with your friends? That would be awesome. Yeah. Tell people to give us a listen. We appreciate it. Yeah. Or the page, whatever. We, We appreciate everything. We actually appreciate all of you guys listening and supporting us as well. So thank you so much. Yes. So. Suck it easy. Go to bed.